what if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stauffer are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your royal hosts, um, Queen Suzanne Stoffer and I don't know. See, the thing with royal is the whole boy-girl thing. So I'm not sure. Like, I don't feel really like a king or a queen. I know I'm a royal jester. I'm very clear about that. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to find mm-hmm. uh, we'll have to find a pronoun for me. But we are the uh, your royal host today, coming to you live from Salt Lake City, Utah. And we're gonna today we're gonna be talking about. The royal life you were meant to live. Mm. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I, I yes, like it was funny because in the pre-show, our producer Christine was like, "This this topic reminds me of you, Suzanne." <laughs> I don't and, know why. <laughs> and I would say yes. Like I feel like Megan is. Megan's always been about creating money, right? And like playing the money game and she'll talk more about her money game. And, but it just is where Megan's kind of her, I would say preoccupation <laughs> with money <laughs> and my like deserving of riches come together, right? Because it's, it is about money. It's about more than money. Um, but money is a really good start. And so. Today we're kind of combining forces um, because there's so much judgment about actually like pursuing money. There's so much judgment about living an extravagant or luxurious life and almost in a way feeling like you are entitled to that. Um, So, you know, so I'm super excited about um, the show today uh, because what I've found um, in claiming my queen is that um, for one, you know, my family used to call me a princess a lot and they would say, geez, Suzanne, you're so entitled. Um, you know, because I would (laughs) travel a lot and I would never like when family reunions, when everybody was camping, I was renting out the bed and breakfast two miles down the road because I was not going to rough it with the rest of the family. Right. So I would always like separate myself. This has been years and years and years. Um, of like not kind of having these, what I consider very like um, roughing it, like not, like not having the luxuries of um, warm, you know, beds. And, um, and I like, I like the nature. I like outdoors. I just like going to the fire pit and then going home to a real bed. Right. So, um, so I, my family would all for years, for years, like probably 15, 20 years, 
told me that I was a princess, that I was a queen, that, geez, Suzanne, like, what is your issue? Like, in a very judgmental way, honestly. Um, and, you know, like, could you just come on board and stop being, you know, that way? Um, and it's been such an interesting journey for me because it used to, like, bring me to tears when my family would judge me that way and they would say all this stuff and they would literally make me cry because it was like, Hey, like I'm not high maintenance. Like I'm not that like I'm stop it. Like da da da. I just don't like to camp. I don't like to get dirty. I don't like to stay dirty, you know? So I would justify it and defend it and feel bad about it and all this stuff. Right. And so for, so I love this topic now because, um, it shows me how far I've come because my my um, family still calls me a queen. They still look at all my travel adventures and my experiences and the way that I dress and the way that I move and the way that I act as like, wow, Suzanne, really? And I I love it. <laughs> I, like, I, just, I just love it. It's like, thank you for seeing me for who I am. Thank you for acknowledging that the queen in me, um, because I, I am, I've, I know that I've been a queen in a past life. I know that I am a queen now. I know that I have divinity, um, divine blood, right. Or royal blood. But this is the thing, everybody is that so do you. And that's kind of the point of this show today. It's like, can you embrace the royalty that is you, uh, what if, um, what if all this stuff that you've bought around, you know, the poverty mindset or being a poor, you know, humble soul and all that kind of crap was just like implanted so that you didn't have the power, that you didn't have the leadership, that you didn't have the royalty, um, that is actually your divine birthright. And so that's what I, that's what we're going to dive into today. You know, I always think it's funny too cuz when we go to your family events, right? And it's and it's it's done in the guise of they're so excited for us, but it's like so where have you been this week? Like yeah, all this like tension and like goo around it is like um or you know this month or whatever. And yeah. my family yeah. starting to do a similar thing, right? Like uh it's really um it's super fun to watch. And you know, it's interesting because I think that it goes both ways cuz I think that there's a way that like what when we upgrade our lives and we start to experience judgment and I mean, Hey, we've all probably judged people who've had wealth, who have um, had, had that sort of entitled, what we would call entitlement. And to me, all of that, like we are everything of the universe. Like everything mm-hmm. of the universe is us. Like, we're made out of the same stuff as the stars, as the earth, as the trees. Like, within us is everything. And so if I'm over here playing a role of the pauper, right, what I'm doing is I'm essentially saying, hey, universe, I'm too good for you. And actually, <laughs> what if what if holding on to this commoner, oh, I'm an average person, I don't need too much – what if that actually is a refusal to 
um, receive the universe? And what if it actually is you being a superior bitch? And what if that <laughs> actually is more superior than the people with money? So everything's the opposite of what appears to be. Nothing's the opposite of what appears to be. And everything's the opposite of what appears to be. Nothing's the opposite of what appears to be. And everything's the opposite of what appears to be. Nothing's the opposite of what appears to be. So what I just did there for people that may not uh, uh, know access consciousness, that's uh, a tool from access consciousness, is that so much of the way that we see life and the way that we've been trained to see life is actually the opposite of what it really is. And so mm-hmm. when I go, when I, when we talk about something that sort of changes a paradigm, right? Because most of us have seen the rich people as the snobs. And what if you mm-hmm. playing a popper mm-hmm. is the biggest snobbery of all? Everything's out well, what yes, because Everything's out what appears. To yes. Because honestly, I cannot tell you how many times this is true of my family as well, right? Because we were blue collar, you know, my dad at his peak for a family of 11 made like $45,000 for 11 people. Okay. So we were poor as poor as poor, but we were humble, right? Supposedly. And we were going to get to heaven because we were humble. Uh, so we would like my family would, we were like the poor ones in the neighborhood because we lived on the main road, um, and everybody else lived up in the foothills above us. And so we would go to church and we would be the poorest. Um, and, but we were all, we were stuck up in our poor, right? We were like, because we were the martyrs and we were we were the ones that were actually going to enter heaven. And so we were actually being the entitled ones, you know, in truth. And so that's exactly what you're talking about is nothing is what it appears to be. Like the universe is uh, is incredibly abundant. I mean, there is, one flower doesn't um, bloom in your yard. A hundred do, right? Like because... And the one flower isn't saying, I'm, I'm not going to be as beautiful and as big as I can possibly be because I don't want to make this other one feel bad. They just bloom. Everywhere you go, there's abundance in nature. And so if, there is, if there's that kind of abundance in the universe and there's that possibility for all of us to receive that, then who are you being like to exempt yourself from that, right? You are being an entitled bitch, like I said. So I love I love that change of thinking. I love that turn because how many lifetimes, I mean, I have done readings for so many people where they were nuns, where they were paupers, where they were poor, starving artists for many, many lifetimes where they had a, where they took a vow of poverty as, as a way to like be better than to show that they could survive, that they were, you know, take one for the team, that they're martyrs, like all this stuff that comes down through that, right? Through those, that kind of wacky thinking. So everything that is and everywhere that you play that out in any lifetime uh, and uh, with regards to that, it's better to be the commoner. Um, It's better to, uh, be the humble servant. Can we uncreate and destroy all of that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all in, shit, boys and beans. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love this in the chat room. <laughs> 
Uh, she says, I once provoked a strike in kindergarten because I was Snow White and princesses have slaves who do the work for them. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Right. And I mean, I really was the ringleader when I was a little girl. Like I, you know, I didn't have very many friends. Maybe it's because I was such a bossy pants. But um, I would, I was the leader, the ringleader. I would be like, okay, everybody, we're playing dodgeball. Here's the ball. Now you're on this team. I'm on this team, right? Like I was very much a natural leader from very early on, even though I was very shy and withdrawn. But when I found my kind of tribe, um, I would be like bossy and, um, and I would lead and I would I would say, yes, you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this, right? And in a way, be the queen that I am, you know, um, and and really get upset when people didn't want to follow my lead, <laughs> you know? So this um, like, that still this happens, happens everyone. <laughs> that still happens. <laughs> so, you know, for me... For me, owning the queen is also owning your leadership. It's also owning where you can make a ripple and an impact. Now, hopefully, as I've gotten older, it's not like I'm ruling over, right? I mean, I think that's the thing that we have against queens and against the archetype of the queen is that she's a ruthless leader, that she, you know, kills people or that she's not benevolent, Um but in truth, uh, you know, a queen is also very much a diplomat um, if she's a good one. And she also receives counsel and also delegates so well um, to others to do the things that she's that are in her abilities and in her genius. Right. And so for me in really integrating the energy of the queen, it's not about ruling over. It's not about being better than. It's about opening up to the service that I am, that I can give, but also receive. It's a giving and a receiving of, like, the best parts of us. You know, and that's what that's what I'm that's the game I'm interested in playing, honestly. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it might be useful to kind of look at the paradigms of commoner or I would say middle class. That's a new version. That's the new word for commoner. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And like kind of look at those constructs and, and what we've told ourselves that means or gives us. But also like looking at the constructs of royalty, like um, Sir <laughs> Sir Casey in the chat room uh, was saying mm -hmm. that his he had a lineage. Um, he said his bloodline was considered royal in England until they rebelled against the king. And mm -hmm. one of the things I think, I mean, you know, throughout history, there's been this rebellion against royalty when the royalty, I think, took advantage when they weren't benevolent, when they were like made power more important than anything else, then it really changed the dynamic. And I think it started to create the separation between the commoners, between the rebels and the royals. And then the royals got really... um uh, there was a lot of judgments that came from that, rightly so, 
But I think it's no different than if you look at our, if you look at like our presidency, right? It's like, you know, we had people like Abraham Lincoln, who was, a, he served the country, right? And it's like he gave so much to the country. And then you have Donald Trump, right? Who is using his position for power, for glory, for whatever else his agenda is, blah, blah, blah. And I don't mm-hmm. know, maybe just stupid, but you know, the, the, it's not the position that's the problem. It's the difference mm-hmm. between being benevolent and being a bastard, really. <laughs> I was looking for a B word, and there it was. <laughs> and it just rolled right off my tongue. That was awesome. Um, so do you I think, think we have any Donald Trump listeners that love Donald Trump, or do you think that's just not our crowd? <laughs> I, I'm going to guess that that's not entirely our crowd. I do not know. I mean, I, I would say that in uh, us, I've definitely had some conversations in the conscious community about how sometimes it serves to have somebody that everybody is, everybody hates so much that people actually mm-hmm. start taking their own leadership roles and like the mm-hmm. the, the that. So I I I'm I I feel like we have people that might realize the benefit of that of him being in mm-hmm. power. I'm guessing people probably not listening that are big fans of his. That that would be my guess, <laughs> but I don't know. Never know. I mean, you know, you were you know, honey, like when my I did my life skills class or any kind of freaking class I still do. Live your magic. It's like I have I have a swath of the entire universe, like every kind of person in there. So you never know. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I digress a little bit, but I what I want to say is that like we generalize the role, right? And then we solidify what mm-hmm. that means. But I'd like to, um, we're a little, only maybe a minute from break here, but I'd like to really deconstruct what we've made Royal be that mm-hmm. um, gives us permission to refuse it, right? It's like we made mm-hmm. it be something mm-hmm. and then we're actually excluding it from our lives when I actually could contribute to the benevolence of our lives. And what if, here's here's a rate, I'm, I'm going to go for this. This is a little bit racy, but what if you separating from your royal heritage as an infinite being of being all things and having access to all things is you refusing the benevolence that would change the world, that would change the problem that would change all of the problems that we look at and go, how how are we ever going to change that? What if what's required is that we own our royal benevolence and that we step mm. into the leadership being the benevolent contributors, servers of this planet and changing it? What if that's actually what's required? And what if each one of us that is hanging on, commoner, the mediocrity, the the middle class, the commoner, the pauper, the whatever is actually keeping the world in a state of poverty consciousness. And everything mm-hmm. that brought up, that everything I just said that might have triggered a, a few things out there, I don't know, um, can we create and destroy it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. So um, we're just going to leave you with that. We're going to come back and do a little deconstruct. Yeah. And uh, you're listening to Love, Life, and All Things Word. We'll be back in a moment. 
Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body, and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's check Call into the program today, and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. And we are talking about claiming your royalty. How often and how many lifetimes have you lived like a commoner? And isn't it time to let that go? So um, before break, we were talking about deconstructing what it has meant to be royal. Um, And I think it's really interesting, you know, my work in – accessing people's past lives because that so often uh, a soul has been on both sides, right? Where they've been the poor one, the pauper, the one that was actually like um, pushed down and eliminated by, you know, the upper class. And then the next lifetime or a couple of lifetimes after that, they're on quote on top, you know, they're, they're, they're the Royal, um, and I know that that has been my experience too. You know, I I, re- I remember as a very young girl experiencing the level of poverty that I did in my household and in my life and thinking like this is so wrong. <laughs> you know, like there is something so wrong about this because of all the lifetimes that I had been you know, it actually upper, upper class. And, um, and so, but I think that some of that has been karmic related, right? Like a full circle of karmic, um, consequences because there has been this either or of like the royalty, um, being, um, you know, basically not in a way not caring about the poor or, um, you know, really being in a life of luxury and that meant that somebody else was going to die from starvation, right? So 
everything that you've made royalty be and being of royal blood mean that 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 means that you are being the superior that you are hurting and killing people that people are suffering because of your extravagance can we uncreate and destroy all that yes 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 right wrong good bad pot pot online short boys and beyonds and every lifetime where if we uh if we took ours and that means somebody didn't have anything right so it's like if we took the bread there was no more bread to give uh if we received um all of the if we enjoyed and received all of the extravagance and luxuriousness then it was at the expense of so everything that is all your decisions judgments conclusions computations projections expectations separations judgments and rejections and everywhere that you're not wanting to claim that now because of the judgments right it's like this image um comes to mind of like the royal royalty being in the wagons or in the you know carriages going down the road and when they were in good favor and the people were being fed then it was cheering but if there wasn't then there was like rotten food thrown at them right and so uh so there was so much judgment being um pushed at you know um on both sides really so everything that is in all of the either or and the separation um inside of you around the commoner in you and around the royal in you that you're still playing out in your life can we uncreate and destroy all that yep yes yes right wrong good bad pluck pluck online church boys and beyond yeah and everywhere so, that um, it's been an extreme yeah Go ahead. I was going to say everywhere that you've been playing out this pattern of extremes where you have to go from poor to rich and rich to poor from lifetime after lifetime but also in this lifetime, right? Like how many of us will reach a a whole new level of abundance of money, of creation, of of goodness, right? Of happiness, of luxury. And then we'll sabotage it or uh, destroy it so that we can get back to ground zero. So everything that is and all the karmic, uh, there's just so much karma with that with a lot of people. So all the karmic incarcerations, incarnations, inculcations, and incongruities around that and everywhere that you're still believing that that karmic circle has to be in place. That if you, you know, if you... uh if you were over someone in the past, then you have to be under now. Um, everywhere that karma still has to play out, no matter what. Can we uncreate and destroy all that? Yes. Yes, yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, online, shirts, clues, and beyonds. Well, you know, you shouldn't do things that make me not have any thoughts. Because, like... <laughs> You just wiped out my brain. So I'm not sure if you have yeah, a co-host yeah. currently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right, cool. I'm like wondering about the big silences. I'm like, what's happening out there? <laughs> so, um, yes, because it's interesting, Actually, there's I think. quite a delay between us right now. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Um, I do think there's this interesting thing, though, with you, Megan, because you talk about being the court jester, right? At the beginning of the show, you talked about, well, I don't really identify with the queen and I don't identify with the king. Um, and more identify with the court jester and like who you are and your energy and the way that you like to entertain. And if anybody's ever been to Olivia your magic, you know exactly what we're talking about here. Right. And, um, and if you haven't been to Olivia your magic, why not? Cause it's so fun and transformational. And so you should go to megansilito.com and see when the next live your magic is coming up because it's coming up all like over the world. And there's like two or three that are on the books um, in fun places like London and Ireland and stuff. So go to megansilito.com and see where there's a live your magic. But anyways, you're a court jester. And um, the court jester, I think it's so interesting for you, because if you break that down, the court jester is at the mercy of the king or the queen. So when the court jester is is doing a good job with entertaining, then, you know, like bags of money get thrown at the court jester. Right. Um, but if the court jester um, like almost is too edgy or like kind of um, makes the play that really is too derogatory towards the king, towards the real, the royalty, then they can be cast out. Right. They can be cast out and and be in the poorhouse, basically, and be ostracized and have to go on the road to find some other place to, you know, be there, be the gesturing, right? And so I think it's interesting in a way that there's this outsourcing for the court gesture of like, I'm at the mercy of, you know, I'm at the mercy of the um, the goodwill and the, and the good graces of royalty. And so I don't know if that, if anything perks for you, but that's just what was coming through to me of like, whoa, like how many of us have been in a position where we were at the mercy of somebody else's giving, right? Somebody else's generosity, supposedly, where we had to kind of work for our bread. And if the, and if we, so it was like outsourced, like our actual abundance and our thriving was outsourced to someone else. So everything that that is bringing up um, and all the all the lifetimes, especially, I think, if you chose to be a woman um, where you were outsourced, where your ability to even have food and clothing was dependent upon the masculine and a man and you being in the good graces of the man uh, because you were belonged to the man. Can we uncreate and destroy all of that? Yes, yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, online, shirts, boys, and beyond. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I think you should do clearings on the other direction, too, because what about the times where the queen ruled? And, like, you know, if she was, if a man went into, out of favor, he got his head lopped off, you know, because it, like, it did go both ways, maybe not quite as much, but... um Mm-hmm. I think you should do the clearing yeah. on the other uh, other direction. It, it's interesting how much is coming up for like people in the chat room as you're doing these clearings. Is like like well, and for mm-hmm. me, right? I'm going blah 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 blah, and like I'm like, oh my gosh, like I, you know, it's like all like you know, for those of you who haven't heard um, Suzanne's uh, series of events that she has. It's like unleash. It's the unleash series. It's unleash your wild woman. It's a, an event for women. It's an unleash your mystic and unleash your majesty and unleash your majesty is coming up. 
And it's interesting because of all of the, uh, it's about the three archetypes energetically of the feminine. And it's like of all of those archetypes, like I feel like I'm super mystical. I feel like I'm super wild. But the majesty one, I'm like, "Mm, I don't know about that. You know, and I'm like, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, sort of in total denial that I'm like keeping that Mm -hmm. out. Right. And so when you were talking about the gesture and blah, 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 I was like, and then and in the chat room, people are like, you're you're knocking them out, huh? Like right and left. Yeah, I know. But like, I love it. I feel like I feel like we have I, I think it's been so connected with with trauma and punishment and suffering and, you know, um you know, I mean, you know, royals were known for chopping people's heads off and things like that. And mm-hmm. it's like this whole mm-hmm. thing that we've done to separate and to keep certain energies out. Because at the end of the day, it's really an energy, like the true mm-hmm. energy of royal, right? It's an it's an energetic. And if we were actually being that, we wouldn't have to separate out and be commoners. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I I do want to talk a little bit about that because I mean this is like so my passion right now. Like um, I I'm teaching the Unleashed series with Natalie Vartanian, which have been she's been on the show with me a couple of times already, um, and it's coming up May 19th, Unleash Your Majesty, and it it really is about claiming, um, like receiving. I mean, if I were to actually sum it up in one word, is opening up to receiving. There is so much, there's, for all of us, there's so much blocking the way of us receiving and receiving the things that we really want. Like when we talk about, I, I mean, relationships and friendships are so, so important to me. And when I talk about what I want in friendship or relationship, I use the word rich. I want rich experiences. I want like deep connection. I want like, um, experiences, right? But I talk about it in, in this way of like luxury, right? Of richness. Um, and so, yes, it's about money and it's about leadership, but it's also about really receiving the energies of abundance, of richness, of juiciness, of like, just like the good, good stuff, right? Um, I mean, Megan and I have been talking about living the good, good life for a long time. And this show is about having it all, right? Having it all is all energies that contribute to you, you know? So how much are you keeping out based on your judgments, your conclusions, your projections um, around this conversation? And would you be willing to lower your barriers just like Lower your barriers right now and tap into the energies that are available, the richness, the luxuriousness of the experiences that are possible just by walking outside into the sun and anything else and everything else. Like, can you allow your body to respond, allow your being to be lifted up, allow the energy to permeate you? It's, it's like such a, 
Mm. Rich. So I love that you're talking about it's an energy. It's a vibration and it's about receiving. So if you want to learn more about Unleash Your Majesty, because it's very limited, it's a very exclusive group. There's a limited, it's limited to 18 people, 18 women. Um, and actually, if you want to come as a guy, you totally can. You would just be the minority, but maybe you'd like that. <laughs> um, you can, uh, there's a link, there's a link underneath that if you're listening to the recording and I've put it in the chat room and I'll put it in Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne, but you can, um, look at the landing page and watch our video. And if you have any questions, you can contact me um, through Facebook, through Messenger. Um, but yes, I mean, I am like passionate about this energy of claiming um, the queen, claiming your majesty, not just from the standpoint of uh, money and uh, luxury, but also your leadership, your ripple, your impact, your service to the world, all those energies that we keep out, um, all those energies that are inside us that we don't claim, you know, so isn't it time? And I love what you said before break, because you said, isn't owning this the avenue to changing the world if you actually owned your leadership and your impact and your ripple and that you are that who are you too yeah because you're of royal blood so why wouldn't you be changing the world right if you were to actually claim that what could happen in our world that's what i'm curious about mm-hmm. yeah it's i can really feel that and the you know the the word benevolence just keeps coming up, right? Is mm-hmm. that when you realize, I mean, if we, we watch a lot of quote unquote shows about the, about Royals. Like I notice that we're attracted mm-hmm. to that, right? And obviously a lot of people are because these shows do very well, but like I'm particular, I'm thinking about the crown, you know, which is the, mm-hmm. um, the series about Queen Elizabeth and her reign and, coming from a little girl and the whole process of like watching her struggle with trying to serve her country with the expectations with who she's supposed to Mm -hmm. be and who she's not supposed to be and you know but it's like the thing about it is that there's there is this thread there throughout the whole thing of like I have to like the serving of her country Right. And it's like mm-hmm. that. The thing is that I, I feel like true royalty, there's like a a benevolence about it that actually creates mm-hmm. more for everyone and is a desire to actually serve and create more in the world. And like like being willing to be visible and being willing to get the tomatoes thrown at you. In order to mm-hmm. actually be of service, in order to contribute, because mm-hmm. you know that's the thing. Like, if you've ever been in any kind of leadership position, managerial position, anything like that, like you're gonna have people that like think you're awesome, and you're gonna have people that hate you. 
Because whatever choice you make, somebody's going to like it, somebody's not. And so I think there's also, I think the resistance to be royal is a resistance to feel judgment and to be judged by others. And mm-hmm. so that, I think that's a, a mm-hmm. reason a lot of us kind of play small and go, okay, well, well, I can't really change the world. Like somebody in the chat room said, what's been coming up for her in this is, can I really have that? Right? It's like, well, mm-hmm. who are you mm-hmm. not to have it? Who are you not to step up and be of service? Who are you not to give your gifts? And and it's kind of like mm-hmm. that energy. But it's like there's just been so much stuff about owning that, being willing to be judged, being willing to be hated, being willing to have everybody throw tomatoes at you in order to do something that you know will create more. Right, and how many of us? Mm-hmm. How many of us are avoiding royalty to avoid that scenario? Right, mm-hmm. right, wrong, good, bad, mm-hmm. hot, hot, mm-hmm. all nine voices and beyond. And apparently, it's time for our last break of the day. So enjoy our fun music, and we'll be back in a moment. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong, where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live outside the box person you truly are? If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. have you been waiting to uncloak your magic to allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible live your magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind ignite your body and activate the magic that is you if you are ready to radically tap into your desires generate more aliveness in your body and your life then join us at a live your magic event somewhere in the world go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today that's m-e-g-a-n-s-i-l-l-i-t-o this is love life and all things weird with hosts megan silito and suzanne stopper are you scratching your head a bit let's chat Call into the program today, and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. We're talking about your resistance to embracing your royalty because of the judgment, because of the potential possible judgment. And I love it that everybody is spaced out in the in the chat room. And even Megan says, yep, sadly, I am also spacey since I'm hosting. So <laughs> I love that because, like, 
it means that something is happening, that people are like, that their constructs around this are being challenged. And that's what we really wanted for this show is to really like turn things on its head, you know, of like, whoa, if you're claiming poverty, then you're being a superior bitch, right? Uh, <laughs> that actually, you know, being or being royal is being benevolent right? That um, all these things that we're really questioning here. So I love it that people are like, whoa, you know, their eyes are crossed. Um, And I really would like to kind of talk about this judgment piece. um, Because it's interesting, I would say, like, I've been fascinated with royalty since I was a teenager. And I've read tons of books. Like Megan said, I'm kind of obsessed with royal movies. Like it is it is like my thing. Like I, I, if there's a topic or a subject that I have studied or experienced more, I don't know what it is, um, which kind of tells you something, right? But um, but what I <laughs> love about this is <laughs> that is that it does not matter as as someone in the public eye, as a royal, you will be judged no matter, no matter. You'll be judged for what you do and what you don't do. Um, and that's the thing that was just so cool about the crown, right? And watching the crown is like, you know, she's really trying to be the steward. And yet there is so much judgment being cast, right? And I see this a lot, you know, like in the United States, right? We kind of see um, Hollywood and our actors and actresses as almost like, you know, these very famous, visible people, right? And how much judgment is heaped upon them for how much money they make in a movie, for their lifestyles, for their Botox, for their plastic surgery. I mean, there's literally an industry that's surrounded around these people that is millions and millions and millions of dollars just that has everything to do with judging, and judgment, like magazines and everything, right? So as, as those of us, like, looking to um, to receive these energies and to be this royalty, uh, uh, yeah, no wonder, no wonder we're like, yeah, I'm going to hide out. I'm not going to be that visible. And, um, and I'm not, you know, I'm not going to claim this so that I can potentially try not to be judged. So everywhere that you're skirting this, that you're hiding out, that you you would rather um you would rather not receive your own royal blood um for fear of judgment, for fear of being ostracized, for fear of death. Can we uncreate and destroy all of that, please? Yes. Yes, yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, shirts, boys, and beyonds. And all the ways in which you have bought the lie that you wouldn't be judged if you uh, hid and dimmed your light. Can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes, yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, shirts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere that if you belong to the middle class and if you stayed in the middle ground, that somehow you could have enough but not too much so you wouldn't ever have to, like, stick out, um, but you could still, like, get by and have a pretty good life. And that supposedly that's good enough and that you've settled for that for how many lifetimes. Can we uncreate and destroy all that? 
Yes. 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 Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, fuck, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's good. The bell curve, right? That bell curve is good. You know, if you're on on one end or on the other, then you're in the minority and you are so seen. You know, you're like like an ant on a white canvas. It's like very obvious, right? But if you're in that bell curve, if you're in the middle, then you can get as much as you, you know, you need to get by, but you don't ever have to risk standing out or really going for it or or expressing full out or being the biggest expression you could be or like being or taking down the kingdom or anything else that comes up. So everything this is bringing up, I, I love it. Everybody's like, you are kicking my ass. Um, Christine says, I'm being a royal ass kicker. You are welcome, Christine. I am so passionate about this. Like this, I mean, this is like my platform right now. So everything that's coming up for over all of you, right? For all of you, can we uncreate and all of me and all of us, right? Like how much have we, <laughs> have we really been playing this out? So everything that this is bringing up for all of us, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes, yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, gold, nine, shirts, boys, and beyonds. I feel like I've been on my soapbox preaching. Do you have something to say? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you've done such a lovely job of um, taking your uh, your jackhammer and uh, blowing up, you know, all kinds of constructs for us. You've done good job, you. And um, I was you. wondering if it might, <laughs> if it might be, um, I, I'm feeling into like a royal infusion process where we can mm. actually mm-hmm. tap and sense the true energies of royalty. The energies of royalty that I was talking about earlier that would actually change the world if we would but own them, if we would but choose them. And so mm-hmm. what I was thinking is is that maybe we could kind of piggyback this because I'm kind of infusion girl, but I think that you really have uh, tapped the royal energy. Like you, you've been such a stand for it, right, in your whole life. And so mm-hmm. I have no idea what we could do, but like let's do it together. And let's open All up right. to infuse, yeah, to like pour in and infuse the energies of true royalty. Mm-hmm. So let's start yes, out with just like energy. a, uh, let's start out with a, the, I mean, I'm yes, just turning said, on like the energy. energy. Like what I'm doing. <laughs> let's just turn on all the energies. Like taking a deep breath through your nose out to your mouth and actually allowing your body to contribute to this process, right? Because what does your body know about this? Yes, yes. And um, opening to, opening just expanding your space and opening to the abundance of the universe. Opening to, just opening, opening to receiving to receiving the true energies of what you are here, the the royalty that you're meant to bring to this world, that it's about 
thriving, that it's about receiving, that it's about joy, that it's about leadership, that it's about benevolence, charity, service, but also like fun and play and luxuriousness and peak experiences and receiving the pure pleasure, the pleasure that it can be to live in this body and have these amazing experiences. Like last night, Megan and I were celebrating uh, me being famous. <laughs> and um and like and the prosecco right that we were drinking in the bubbles and how often can we open up fully to the richness of those experiences and that energy and that taste in our mouth like our senses are luxurious and can we open up to all of our senses, everything that is known and unknown around luxury, around royalty, around richness? Mm. Mm. And what energy are you putting out, Megan? Well, you kind of just, being the royal that you are, went right off and, and I just went along for the ride. So <laughs> apparently I <laughs> I just joined you. But I think the thing that I might add is what energy what space and what consciousness can we and our bodies be to be the royal energies that we truly be? This universe is abundant. This universe is rich. Let's stop keeping out the universe. Let's stop keeping out the richness. Let's stop keeping out the royalness and choose it. Let's choose to be part of the universe. Let's choose to embrace the universe and all of the richness. And like, think about like a shooting star. Like, it's so rich. Like, this entire universe is royal. It is amazing. It is abundant. It is beautiful. It is benevolent. And anywhere and everywhere that we're keeping out the royal universe and refusing to be the royal energy, space, and consciousness we truly be, can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Mm -hmm. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boys, shirts, and beyond. So that's apparently what I had to add. Yay. All right, everybody. Join us next week. We'll be back Wednesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. You're going to want to come back. And maybe listen to the replay of this show as well. I'm just saying. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.